Hello, my beautiful people of the world. This is the Beyond Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Jen. This week's episode, I will be touching bases on a subject that many women go through, and I'm going through it right now and dealing with it, and that is heartbreak while pregnant. Whether it's dealing with a breakup or just upright being left and abandoned, I'm going to discuss it and how no matter how hard it is for you, there is a silver lining. Also, I'm going to tell you about tips on how to push through it. So stay tuned. Okay, so let's jump on into the episode. Like me, many women in the world have or is going through dealing with heartbreak in your pregnancy now it's tough to believe that any man will just up and bounce from you um but it's just so hard to me it's just so hard to believe that the person that's carrying your child you can just up and abandon like i understand things get rough like dudes have their opinions about it but to me it's like nine months out of your whole year of somebody carrying your child no matter how hard it get you should not abandon them like it adds on major stress to the pregnancy but they don't look at it look at it that way and it's very very selfish but i'm gonna tell you right now um take it as you dodging a bullet that's what i got told especially with my situation i dodged the bullet how my baby daddy is i completely dodged the bullet because if you can abandon me while i'm carrying your child i can only imagine how it's going to be throughout the next 18 plus years you know how they say oh for the next 18 years it's not really 18 years it's for the rest of the time until you you die to both of y'all die so if they can just up and leave you at such a fragile time and that you're not supposed to be stressed out and bringing on more stress they are not worth the fight like seriously the shit that i've been dealing with he is not worth it now speaking on some of my situation by which by the way, it's still going on. I have to say it has taught me uh, a lot and it's still every day teaching me. So, so some background in my situation. Um, I'm going to call my baby daddy, Mr. J. Um, I met Mr. J um, when I was switching over from my class B to my class A and we met at a trucking school um, called CRST. Um, when we first met and first started talking, we talked for a week and he sat up there and told me one day, oh, um, I don't want to be distracted and I feel like I'll be distracted from you so I need to focus. So um, he stopped talking to me. So I'm like, okay, but I'm single. So, of course, I'm focused on getting my class A, but I've been driving for like two years before that. And it's somewhat similar, like the um, transit bus parts and the um, big red parts. So I know, it, like, I know redoing the test, um, it wouldn't be an issue for me, but I guess it was for him. So, um, 
at the same time I'm getting my schoolwork done and whatnot, I'm enjoying the single life because I just got out of a bad relationship. But um, he took that as me being hoish that I was uh, talking and going out on dates. And it's like crazy because we're not even together. So what he did was, this was my first red flag. I should have known something was wrong. What he did was he um, spread a rumor about me around the trucking school saying that I gave head to two people in the bathroom. And I'm like, are you serious? Like my roommate at the time, she came back and um, she was like, yeah, Mr. J, he's spreading this rumor about you saying you did this and you did that to dudes in the bathroom. So I ended up confronting him and went off on him. So like for a week after that, I didn't talk to him. We all happened, the group that we were all hanging out with, we all happened to go out to the club um, one Saturday. And one of the dudes I was talking to, now mind you, we're just talking. We're not talking about doing anything inappropriate. We're just chilling. So we go to the club all together and he's like belligerent himself. He got drunk. That was just a whole nother situation. So he ended up getting, he was so drunk that he ended up getting kicked out the club. And it's like, I felt, they, they tried to get on me because they're like, well, you guys came together. You should have been there for him. But no, you're a grown ass man, first of all. And I already said it, like I seen how drunk he was with us leaving. So I was like, I'm not gonna be no babysitter. Like, and we just started talking like only a few days. I'm not gonna be your babysitter. <laughs> So he ended up getting kicked out the club. And so when I was down, it was like a down basement type of club. So I'm chilling and then um, Mr. J comes over to me and, oh, I'm sorry, start hugging on me, rubbing on my booty. Oh, I'm sorry, I really didn't mean, um, I don't know what I can do to make it up to you, but I really didn't mean to spread that rumor about you. I was just mad. Um, that you didn't want to talk to me anymore. When I told you I need to focus on uh, schoolwork, it, it didn't mean that I didn't want to talk to you at all. I just wanted to focus. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. So that night, um, my roommate and then this other dude and then Mr. J and me, we all got a hotel room, did a little deed. But then afterwards, the next day, he started back treating me like he was before. That should have been my second sign but didn't pay attention to it. So I was like, okay, whatever, F you too then. So fast forward to me with the trucking school when you're done after the three weeks, excuse me, you go over the road. When you're done, you go over the road with the trainer for like 21 to 28 days, depending on how good you do for training. So when I went over um, training, we were, he admitted, oh, I want to be with you. Um, I want to co-drive with you and all this and that, you know, sounding good. So I'm like, okay, cool. So we're doing good for about a week. But um, come to find out later on in the relationship, but this was like freshly, um, before I didn't know this though, he has paranoid schizophrenia. So there'll be times when I'm like on the truck and he's like falling asleep on the phone with me 
and I'm on the truck. My trainer happened to be a male. So he would say like wild things like, oh, um, I hear your trainer in the background um, coming on to you. I hear you guys doing things. And I'm like, is he tripping? Like what is going on? So then it was the night after he did that, he ended up ghosting me. Don't know why. He blocked my calls, my text messages. So me, I just moved on. I was like, okay, cool. Um, you don't want to talk to me no more. So I got done with my training, was with co-drivers. Um, I think I had at least two different co-drivers. It didn't work out like we bumped heads. But while I was uh, co-driving, I would like periodically get phone calls from Mr. J. And he would be like, oh, I'm just checking in on you, seeing how you doing. But then come to find out he ghosted me because he went back to his second baby mama. So I'm like, okay, whatever. So I'm living life at that time. Um, it was January to May. January to May, I decided to be celibate. I was like, um, I'm going to work on myself. I'm going to wait for my husband. All this and that. May comes around, May 11th, and I'm back at the trucking school because my second co-driver ended up leaving me abandoned in Maryland over his license. So I had to come way back to Riverside to sit at the trucking school. So while I was doing that, he saw me up there one day. So I'm like, oh, okay, hi, how you been? But I'm treating him kind of doggish because I'm like, you treated me real cold. I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to deal with you. And um, I was just, I didn't want to deal with them. So um, this other co-driver, who was trying to talk to me like trucking dudes that's all they try to do so he um he was taking he wanted to take me out uh for dinner and then jake was he's standing near us and so he's like well i want to come with you guys to get something to eat so um the dude he um, let them tag along, but the whole time, like, me and the dude is just talking, having a casual conversation, once again, nothing inappropriate, he's in the back, just trying to, oh, I got married to my second baby mama, Janae, look at her, she's so beautiful, this and that, and he's doing, like, all this showboating and everything, but I'm, like, not even paying attention, so we're talking, and he's just, like, trying to be out there like let it be known oh I got married and um he could I know he couldn't have got married because he's in like a little uh I would say not to put his business out there I could be that petty but I'm not gonna be that way but I could put his business out there let's just say he's in um a marriage with a foreign person that's all I'm gonna say um, but going back to that, so he's like, yeah, I got married, this and that. So then after the dude, like he ended up paying for our dinner and whatnot, we ended up going back to the trucking school. Um, the dude, I'm not going to lie. He wanted to come back to my truck. Like I said, people who know trucking, like not all males are like that, but males up there, when they see females, like they only got one thing on their mind. 
So that was his one thing on his mind. But I was like, nope, thank you for the food. I appreciate it. And then also, um, that's what Mr. J was trying to do. He was trying to come back to my truck and get some. And I'm like, no, I'm good. You, you're supposed to be married at that. So it's like, why are you trying to do all that? So then um, the next day happened to be Mother's Day. So um, he hit me up and he was like, oh, happy Mother's Day. And um, I was actually on my way to um, train with this other dude. Now, this is where the story gets interesting. The dude I was going to train with, this, this is how everybody's connected. Remember his name. I'm going to say his name. His name is Patrick. Um, I was going to train, uh, not train. I was going to co-drive with him. So, um, but I ended up changing my mind to co-drive with Mr. J. So, um, I had, they gave me a rental cause he was in, I think Iowa at the main terminal for the trucking school. So, um, I was on my way up there and then my, uh, teenage son at the time, he was in New Mexico staying with a family member. So I stopped by there and then, um, after I was done visiting with him, I had just called Mr. J and I was like, I'm not feeling it. I don't really want to, uh, co-drive with Patrick. He was like, no, I don't think you should either. We should co-drive. And, and I was like, but ain't you in a relationship still? And you just say you're married. Oh, no, I was just showing off. I'm not married. Third red flag, lying. So um, he's like, no, um, I just wanted to make you jealous, this and that. I'm like, okay, whatever. So I come back down to California. They put me in a hotel. And... Um, while I'm in the hotel, he ended up calling me. Oh, I broke up with my um, my baby mama. She doing so much these past five years. Just been hectic. I can't take it anymore. Um, supposedly she was cheating on um, on him with one of the the people we're in the group with. But that's another story for another day. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so. He ended up meeting me up in the hotel room. We're talking, discussing everything. I'm trying to make sure like, hey, y'all really broken up. He's like, yeah, I got a recording with him being paranoid schizophrenic. He said he had this recording, which I heard it. And I'm not going to lie. It sound like what he was saying was on it, but you can't be sure. So, and I've told him that. But one thing about paranoid schizophrenic people, you can't tell them any differently. Like, they will fight you about it. And that's what I learned about being in a relationship with him. So we end up um, co-driving, being together. Um, Mind you, my son is still in New Mexico. So um, while we're co-driving, getting to know each other, he um, says, you know what? one I remember one day we were at Walmart and we had got into it real bad and up to this day I think that's why he did that but we had got into it like really bad and then I was like in the electronic area looking for um I think headphones or something and then he just comes up to me and pull out this box and was like will you marry me and I'm like um are you sure like any girl like like you know fairy tales and all that now once again I don't believe in fairy tales like that but who doesn't want to get 
proposed to. I mean, at Walmart, it was kind of corny, but I was like, oh, you know what? Okay, that that'll be nice. So I'm happy we live in life. But um, now remember how I told you about the Patrick dude. He has an ex. I'm going to just say her name. Her name is Kiki. Um, he has his ex named Kiki. Now, going back to the trucking school, it was one night in particular. I was going out on a date with somebody. Um, when we were all heading up to, I went to the closest like store was Walmart. So I got a little cute outfit from Walmart. Walmart got cute clothes, by the way. I don't know who lying to y'all. They, they remind me forever 21. But uh, they upped their game with their clothing. I'm not going to lie. So um, they're playing like this high school, ch- like at the trucking school, it was just very high school childish. So Kiki is going out with Patrick. Now, before I go out, they have this backyard area and I'm waiting on my date. He was ordering me an Uber. So while I'm waiting on the Uber to come, I'm sitting in the back. Um, Mr. J and Kiki, they call themselves cousins. That's what they call themselves. So um, they're chilling. And then two, I guess, other cousins or females are with them. So they're all chilling, but they look too close for comfort. And I've told him this before, like, okay, y'all call each other cousins. But that night in particular, y'all just look real comfortable. So um, her dude, Patrick, come up to me. And for some reason, he's telling me, he's like, oh, you should have gone on a date. You and Jake, uh, Jay should be together. Um, da, 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 da. And I'm like, no, nah, I'm cool off of him. He want to lie about me, this and that. I'm, I'm good. So then she took that as he was trying to get with me. Now, I remember this part of the story. So fast forwarding to back to my engagement, um, we were together for, mm, mm, I would say, June. I met him back in December 2018, got back in contact June 2019, no, May 2019, got engaged around August, I think August or September. So the whole time we're, you know, engaged, I'm meeting his family, his little nieces and nephews are calling me auntie, met his uh, sisters, one of his brothers, his mom, his dad, everything's going good. But for some reason, he just, you know, has a wondering eye. And his wondering eye and his phone is always talking to Kiki. And I'm just like, this don't make no sense. Why? And he'll like, I will fuss about it because he told me a backstory of even though they call each other cousins, one day they were hanging out and she was trying to confess her love and all this and that. And I was like, okay, well, that means she likes you. And he even told me, he was like, oh, we were supposed to co-drive. And I'm going to be honest, if we were to co-drive, we probably would have fucked. And I was like, oh, so that means y'all like more than cousins. If I'm calling somebody my cousins for a year, for years, I'm not going to want to do anything inappropriate with them. I look at you like family. And um, fast forward to around December, 
I think 2019, um, I had just switched over to a trucking company. Um, I finished my con uh, con contract with CRST and I switched over to a new trucking company. So I'm on the road with my son and um, it happened to be a few days before Christmas. I think the day actually before Christmas, uh, I went to um, the store. I brought his nieces and nephews presents, his two sons presents, um, of course, my son presents. I just got everybody's stuff. So for his whole family. Um, so while I'm doing that, he hit me up one, uh, that night, not one night, that night he hit me up and was like, oh, I'm on my way to my foreign wife, um, her place. So I'm like, okay, we'll be safe. Cause he was like, oh, I got drunk and I feel like I'm about to go off the side of the road. So I'm worried while he's saying all that. So I'm like, pull over if you feel that drunk. So then he was like, okay, I'll call you back. Then an hour went by. So I'm like, okay, what is going on? So I keep calling and calling. Now, this was like my, I think I said third already, fourth red flag. Now, I shouldn't have did this, but I thought something was like really, really, really wrong. So I remembered his password. So I'm like, let me see if he was going. Like, it was just, you know, certain women intuition. I don't know what it was. So I've seen um, in his messages, he talking to Kiki. And I'm like, what? I could have swore you blocked her and all this and that. Come to find out, he went over there for the night to visit with her. I was like pissed. I was livid. I was like, you got me over here buying Christmas gifts for your family and stuff. And you done blocked her at least two or three different times in my face and then unblocked her and all this and that. So I'm like, fuck you. Like, what the hell is wrong with you? And you lied about where you were going. You said you were on your way to your little foreign wife uh, place. And then you went to go hang out with her. So then the next day she hit my inbox and she was like, oh, no disrespect. Um, I look at him like family. We've been knowing each other for years. I know his family. He knows mine. We're cousins. Um, I don't, that's, uh, that's nasty. I'm gonna keep it a hundred with you. Now, going back to Mr. Patrick, she explained to me, cause I was like, um, to be, and I brought that up. I was like, to be honest, I've had an issue with you because it seemed like you had an issue with me thinking I was trying to do something with your dude when all he did was come and talk to me at the table and come to find out from Mr. J, all he, like I was basically a scapegoat for for that whole situation y'all had going on. So she was like, no, I'm going to keep it real with you. I did think he was trying to um, mess with you, but we haven't been together for a while. I've been with my uh, new dude for the past year. Um, but I don't, if, if you're Jake's fiance, then, um, you're my family too. So I was like, okay, cool. Like, all right. I ain't got nothing else to say to you. So <laughs> still fast forward into the new year, January, 2020. Um, things are getting like kind of rocky, but we're still, you know, trying to get through it. Um, my son, he has his own personal issues. 
Um, but when I, when we picked him up the few months before the new year, he sat up there, Mr. J sat up there for a whole month begging me, oh, if we're going to um, be bar- married um, and all this and that, I would love for your son to call me dad, begging me and begging me for a whole month. And so I just caved in. I'm like, you know what he does for him. He treats him like his uh, own. So I'm going to do that, which he really did. So fast forward again, back into the new year. Um, we end up getting a place in April. Um, we end up getting a place in April. Um, then when we were getting that place, I became pregnant. <laughs> I became pregnant. So, um, I'm still having issues with Kiki popping up in the picture. I, I just still have issues and I'm like, I don't get why is she keep popping up? Like, what is it about her? that that he wants to keep talking to her like I understand y- okay y'all call each other cousins but dang I wouldn't even want to talk to my cousin that bad like so fast forward <laughs> fast forward I'm pregnant he's back over the road I'm like oh I need to work because he's always complaining about money and bills and we need a car this and that so um I would say September, like the first week, first, yeah, it was the first week of September, Mr. J got into a really bad accident trucking. We were on the phone and before I get into that, like we were having, since I was pregnant or like intimacy and all that, like we had issues before over personal things. So, but when I became pregnant, I can say it became worse. Like I, and I had the severe morning sickness. It was just a lot of stuff going on, but he was very inconsiderate about it. It was like my way or the highway. Like, yeah, I get that you have morning sickness, but I have needs too. And he would tell me up and down, Hey, if things don't change, Jennifer, I'm not going to cheat on you, but I'm just letting you know right now, I'm not feeling this. Being pregnant all with your child. So fast forward to September, he gets in a really bad accident. He shook up and all this and that. So he's like, oh, you know what? I'm going to come home. Um, But the first few days I want to spend with my homeboys. Um, I just want to, you know, take time off before I could, because we didn't have a car and we live in this town called Tatchapi very small you need a car to get around so he's like my plan is to stay with my brother and then um i had a doctor's appointment that thursday so he's like i'm gonna um my brother's gonna come pick me up from the airport i'm going to stay with him for the few days because his brother stays um only an hour away from us so i'm like okay he's nearby then he was like, um, and then at Thursday, I'm going to stay with you. Then he had a, his brother the month before had a birthday. So he did, he uh, missed it. So he, this was already like pre-planned. So he was like, going to be with you Thursday. And then since I already had that pre-planned, my brother, I'm going to go back with him Friday. And then Saturday, I'm going to come. And then for the rest of the time, I'm going to be with you. So I'm like, okay, cool. That's cool. You're communicating. That's all I asked for. That did not go planned. As soon as he hopped off the plane, 
ghosted me, was not answering my phone calls, my text messages. So I was like, you know, I'm just going to give him his space. You know what? He just got off the plane. He's chilling, relaxing. I'm not going to bother him. So I like called him at least two or three times, didn't answer. So I sent him a text message. Hey, I hope everything's okay. Hope you got to your destination. Uh, good. All this and that. Then I get a text message in the morning. Oh, sorry. Uh, it must have slipped my mind. I, I, I just gotten the, uh, the thrill of hanging with my friends. So I'm like, okay. But then um, for the next two days, it, he didn't really want to talk to me. So I'm still like thinking, okay, I just need to give him a space. He just got in this bad car accident. He's stressing about money, about the job and everything. I'm not going to bother him. Like, I am being sympathetic like beyond so come um tuesday night he's hanging with his homeboy and he let it slip up that his homeboy got him a rental car and i'm like and his homeboy got him a rental car before so it was like no biggie to me so i'm like okay he got you a um a rental but why weren't you going to tell me? Because I was tripping, like, I had doctor's appointments and everything. And I was like, we going to need dollar ride money and all this and that. But come to find out, you got a whole rental. So you don't think that's something you should tell your fiance? Like, oh, you don't got to trip about um, the dollar ride and everything. So um, he was like, oh, yeah, uh, so-and-so ended up giving me a rental. So I'm like, okay, cool. So, <laughs> so, um, come Wednesday, we get into it. And I guess from us getting to it, that was his cue to be like, I'm done. Cause I just found, I'm like, I find it weird that you've been in the Valley the whole time instead of your brother's house. And then on top of that, I'm thinking, okay, even if you're in the Valley, you're in the Valley because you don't have a ride like that, but you have a ride. So that tells me that you could at least came home. Like you could have came home and like still went out and hung with your friends. Like it just stuff wasn't clicking. So come Thursday is the appointment time. I'm waiting. I was waiting all night. I'm like, okay, when I woke up getting ready for appointment, I'm calling, calling. I'm like, okay, you still going to come because I need dollar ride money to try to get to my appointments. I even had to miss my main appointment because he flaked on me. So I'm hitting them up, hitting them up, calling, texting, what's the matter? What's going on? Then he hit me with a text just talking about, I don't want to be with you. Um, I'll still take care of my child. I'll still be there for you. But I just want to do me. I want to hang out with my friends. This is too much for me. I still love you. But I need to, I've never had my own stuff. I need to get my own car, my place. So once again, I'm, I'm hurt and distraught. But I'm like being sympathetic. Like, you know what? Maybe because he was always asking for a break. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe this is a, a good sign. Maybe he needs to get his own stuff. Maybe he's getting his own stuff so he can surprise and we can have it together. But no. So while he's saying all this, he doesn't want to be with me, doesn't want to be with me, loves me, doesn't want to be with me. Um, He left me $3,000 
in debt with my apartment. He's like, oh, COVID's going on. You ain't got to worry about it. But it's like, yeah, COVID's going on, but it's only going to go on for so much. So when my lease is over, it's like, if I don't pay that, it's like, basically, I can't even use them as a reference. Trying to explain all this to him. Um, His family had to help me pay for my gas and lights. Like, it was just crazy. He just sat up there and just left me pregnant and all. And um, he didn't give no explanation to my son. He was like, your son is too much with his mental issues. But it's like, you're sitting up there calling him um, your son and have him call you dad and then just to leave without no explanation. Like, it's pretty messed up on my end and on his end. But um, so fast forward in a few weeks, um, I have to do what I have to do. Um, I signed up with a trucking school, get back over the road. While I'm over the road, come to find out, this is where Kiki come in at. Come to find out, because we're arguing one day bad. I'm like, you messed up, this and that. And I was like, if you was with somebody, you can just tell me, like, why you got to hide it? So at first he said he was with Kiki and he was like, oh, Kiki's pregnant. And I'm like, oh, you got to be kidding me. He was like, well, I got with her. Then he tried to switch it. He was like, oh, see, he's paranoid schizophrenic. So he tried to switch it and was like, oh, no, I'm not with Kiki. Um, I'm with my ex, Sarah. And I'm like, Sarah, the one that you couldn't stand and had three kids and you just couldn't stand her. Like y'all bumped heads constantly like that, Sarah. He was like, yeah, that's Sarah. But then another week go by. Now we didn't talk. We're being cordial. And I was just like, you know what? Let me know who you really with. I'm trying to like squeeze it out of him. Let me know who you really with. Just tell me. And he's like, not trying to tell me. Then after like five minutes, he was like, well, you know who I'm with. And I was like, oh, so you are with Kiki. <laughs> he was like, yeah, I'm with her, this and that. We've been together for the last two months. And I was like, two months? Two months? What? What is going on with this? So I went off on him. So then I hit her up. And I'm like, y'all were together for the whole two months like that. I was like, I could have swore you hit my inbox last year talking about Y'all family, this and that. So y'all went from family to full-blown whole relationship. So then that night, they ended up getting into it because some other personal things got involved. So she called me and she's, see, this is what I'm going to say. If you, I wouldn't say side piece because we both wasn't really side piece. This, this man lied to both of us. Um, so I'm not going to say side piece. But... I'm going to say this for other females. If you are the other female that is not pregnant, don't dare tell the female that's pregnant that she's wrong for not want, especially if the dude did her wrong and I'm paying for my own, like I'm having um, a home birth. So (laughs) don't tell the other pregnant female what she is doing is wrong by not allowing him to not be there. So going back to the conversation she called me hey is this jennifer and i'm like yeah who is this oh this is kiki i just want to know why are you bothering my man why are you calling him at 12 o'clock at night 
Why are you harassing him? Why are you not going to let him be at the the burp? Now, before I finish this, now, in my head, I'm thinking, and this is how I look at it. She's speaking from a person because, come to find out, in the argument, she told me they were together for the last nine months at the beginning of the year. So it's like she's speaking from a person because he probably done told her lies like, oh, yeah, I've been broke up with her. But she just keep bothering me, this and that. So I have to let her know, like, no, we literally just officially broke up not even less than two weeks ago while you're sitting up here <laughs> saying all this. So going back to the argument, she's like, I just want to know um, why you're not going to let us. She was like, I understand he did you wrong, but it's a shame you're not going to let him be at the birth of his child. And that's just wrong of you. So she's talking to me. We're going back and forth. She's saying all this. And then in the middle of it, she's like, well, um, I was under the impression that you guys have been broken up for the last nine months because that's how long we've been going out. And I'm like, excuse me, nine months. I was like, no, he told me two months. She was like, no, it's been nine months. I went off. I can't, I can't even say I was calling her all type of bitches and hoes. I was just mad at that point. So then afterwards, um, a day goes by, then he calls me um, doing the narcissistic stuff. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to apologize. I should have told you the truth, this and that. And I'm like, you know what? It's cool. I'm not even tripping. But it was just, it, it was just a lot. It was just completely a lot. Like, I'm pregnant, right? Whereas currently, um, I'm 29 weeks. It has just been very stressful. And I can just say, like, I guess the silver lining in it all is the, the baby boy I'm about to give birth to. I can just say, like, I have really bad trust issues because he did all that. But I'm learning to, like, get through it but it is hard like every day is very difficult like one day I'll be happy and oh I'm gonna get through this and the next day I want to freaking rip his head off I want to rip her head off because I'm like y'all are just like trifling like the both of y'all but mainly him because he was just like leading this and it was other stuff he told me that was so messed up like that he is the definition like if there was the word evil it would have his face plastered right by it like he is the real definition of evil and he is going to get his karma life is going to hit him hard and there were some things he was telling me that his karma was already hitting him but i believe he has way much more karma coming to him but you know what i'm going to keep living life um, I just want to give a little background. I know I rambled on a little, but I just wanted to give a full background of what, I, like, dealing with him. And I wish, like, I'd be thinking to myself, like, damn, I wish I could just go back and, because I lost family members. I lost friends because everybody, like, saw how he was, but I was not paying attention to those red flags. Like, even when we're together, 
Like, he has paranoid schizophrenic, and I have bipolar depression, so he knew that. So he would always complain about my, like, oh, why are you sitting around being mopey and sad? You're always sad and this and that. But it's like, I don't sit there and complain about the times that you're being paranoid schizophrenic. Like, it got to the point where I couldn't even feel comfortable. Like, I remember I was wearing, I was pregnant too, and it was hot as hell and I was going to a doctor appointment and I was wearing like a little low cut it showed like a little bit of my chest um his friends happened to be coming over and he pulled me in the room hey um and this is one of the examples like I dealt through so much stuff with him one of the examples of hey do you think you can um switch your shirt because I don't want my friends looking at you like that and I'm like, what the, it's hot, like, what the heck? But I'm like, I didn't even say that. I was like, you know what, I'll do it. He had me feeling very insecure. Like, he would constantly, like, trip off of people on my Instagram, like, dudes I'm following. But he had thousands of females that's, like, butt-ass naked on his Instagram and didn't see an issue with it. He would want me to delete one little person off my Instagram but he'll have thousands of ass naked freaking females on his shit. Like, it, it was just crazy. It was just, it's just too much to get into. That would be a whole nother segment for another episode. If when I speak about, I do plan on doing an episode about um, mental uh, health. Um, because not only me, my son deals with uh, mental health. But, um, so I'm going to speak on that in another episode, but going back to this episode, yeah, it was just a lot that I dealt with and nobody should have to deal with it, especially pregnant. Like I would have, like I told him, I was like, I lost, uh, respect for you because how you were saying that you wanted to get your life together. You could have got your life together and still like put money in like, paid for shit like oh you know what Jennifer it really isn't working out um for the last few months I have been talking to Kiki it has went somewhere I'm not um I want to be with it because he told me up and down he loves this dude is like he something's wrong he wanted to be with the both of us he he was like I love you but I love her too and uh, when we were talking one day, when we were being cordial, he was like, you know, to be honest, if you you ask me what I really want, I really want to be with the both of y'all. He was like, you should make that happen. I'm like, what the, what? Are you serious? He's like, yeah, I love you and I love her, but I love you more. Shit like that, it's not okay. Like, no, I'm not about to be in an open relationship. And what's crazy is I've even tried to, this is what's nuts about it. I've even tried to spoose, like, our relationship up, like, by bringing somebody. He just swore up and down. No, that's not really me. I don't really want to do that, this and that. Then to come to find out, like, now you're asking for it, it's like, that is nuts. Like, but anyways. So, with all that being said, um, I know I have not only for my oldest, but this new baby that I have to stay strong and I'm not gonna lie like I said there are some days harder than others um but I just try my best to push through it and so can you so um I'm going to also 
give some tips on like I know there's other females like I know doing my research I looked at videos that helped me um, because there's other females that unfortunately like the main one we all know is um, that's famous that kept popping up um, that was current like current years was Khloe Kardashian like everybody knew about her and Tristan and that little situation I'm gonna get into that but that was the main one that was popping up but there's been like other people that's not celebrities that's been <laughs> going through this so I would say um, one of the first tips is working on goals like my goal I've been working on is doing this podcast like I've always wanted to do a podcast so um, that's one of my goals also one of my other goals is um, building my credit um, just working on me because life is about to change for the better I do believe that um, so while I like there's days where I'm like dang he's just living life and doing him and I'm up here struggling working on a truck trying to get some type of cash because he left me so much in debt he's not caring doesn't have the care in the world but like I said life is going to hit him hard whether he likes it or not um another thing that works for me is reading positive quotes um also writing in my journal writing out those feelings it does wonder like you think it don't like you can cuss him out all you want <laughs> in your journal you can just write anything you want just write out those feelings trust me it does work also I found out um, doing baby shopping I do have like little mini breakdowns because I guess being hormonal and pregnant um, I'd be like dang he should be here with me but then I snap out of it and I just be getting what I can for the baby like this baby is so blessed I'm able to say thank you Lord because um, if it wasn't for me hopping back on the truck I was getting stuff way before all of this happened um, he wasn't helping out much so I'm just thankful um, that I've been able to get what he needs and this baby doesn't have to suffer all because his freaking dad wants to act the way he wants to act but um, it also helps because not only you getting prepared but it also helps take your mind off the situation. Um, listening to music also helps deal with taking your mind off of it. Plus, you can play those tunes to your grown little baby. I know my baby, he's gonna, he, he, see, like I said, my music choice is different. So I know my baby, he's gonna love my music choice. He's gonna have no, he's gonna have no problem or no choice but to love it. Cause he already heard it from inside the womb. So, um, and of course, remember to eat right. Um, I know for me, I was so hurt and caught up in my emotions that like when this all first happened, I was forgetting to eat. I know it was bad, but unless you go through it, unless you truly like go through something like this, um, you're not going to know how to like, you can give all the backlash all you want. But until you go through something like this, you'll never know how you're feeling at that moment. But um, I found that I was doing more harm to my baby than myself. So I like snapped out of that, went into beast mode and was like, no, this is not fair. So I made sure to get plenty of rest and food. Um, 
because it's just like just because the person up and abandoned you does not mean you have to do that to your body or your baby and last but not least make sure to have a great support system whether it's a close friend a support group or just family just be be sure to have some type of support for me um i still have my baby's father family shout out to them because they have been amazed balls like they have been amazing like a listening ear from all the venting to helping me get through this hard time with their family member so i'm super thankful i have them in my corner so closing out about this i just want to say that please no matter what try and enjoy your pregnancy and don't let that other person rob you of the joy and happiness of the life growing inside of you it is not fair it's like he and other people who's been doing this to to other females they made their bed whether they chose to abandon you over selfish reasons cheating reasons whatever type of reason like some people can reconcile and you know get through it but some people it's just better to just let them go like my situation i just have to let him go so they made their bed they got a lie in it um what you should be doing is uh enjoying all those kicks and movements and just overall enjoying that life inside of you that's what i'm doing like i just said i'm 29 weeks and he moved like it's just a joy like when i'm done driving or on my break like i be laying back and watching my stomach move so it's like those little precious moments like it's so precious so please please do not let that man rob you of that and going back to um the support system i have to shout out my brother my big brother Jerome, he has been a maze boss too. So if you listening, bro, shout out to you. Okay, so for this week's music segment, I chose a song that I thought would fit with this week's episode, which is Rose in Harlem by the beautiful, talented Tiana Taylor. Um, when this song came on while I was like, freshly dealing with the relationship and um every like all the revelations that came out about the relationship it was like my spotify like i listened to spotify so it's like my playlist knew like where my head was at so (laughs) shout out to spotify they be knowing um so i can say that it truly put my mindset right so um and the title it speaks for itself so i'm hoping this can bring some positive thinking in your mind and remember just because he left you and did you wrong you can keep on moving forward and remember you are one bad bitch but here go the song here you go Oh no, what a shame. Ten years in a game.
okay all right see there is you know what they say when um the best music comes from heartbreak so heartbreak and pain so that's why i felt like that song went perfect with this week's segment so once again that was rose in harlem by tiana taylor beautiful tiana taylor i love her she and i love her relationship like i'm jealous like she just had her second kid and her and her husband are just like they're a couple goals to me i'm sorry that's what i want in life um but closing out this episode um once again i want to say if you've been through um or have or is going through a situation like this just know every day um you get to wake up and it's one more day you get to keep fighting for something better i know that's how i am like like i said every day is a different day a different emotion i think it's more or less because i'm pregnant but um i just know with this baby growing inside of me with my teenage son i'm fighting for something better so he chose to close that chapter um no matter how hurtful it is i have to just keep moving on because guess what um i'm still i'm still breathing and living like this um i'm pregnant i have to live and breathe for not only this baby growing inside of me but before my son so i'm just gonna keep moving and i ask that females that's going through this right now that they keep moving forward too so um before we close out like i said every um episode i want to do a positive quote um and this one i hope goes with you no matter what you're going through it is the key to being happy is knowing you have the power to choose what to accept and what to let go i'm gonna say that again (laughs) the key to being happy is knowing you have the power to choose what to accept and what to let go you hear that So I hope that can stick with you no matter not even this um, this podcast episode about dealing with heartbreak. I hope just whatever somebody's going through, they just know that it's something bigger and better for you out there. Like it's just some human beings that unfortunately get placed on this earth. And they want to run ruckus through people's lives, and they're just okay with that. But don't let, like, don't let that discourage you from like things you're supposed to be doing. Like, don't let it. Just that's what I'm learning. Just because he did what he did, there. I'm not thinking about that right now because I'm about to pop out a kid. But there's going to be somebody out there for me. Like, for instance, there's this uh, makeup artist called Supercent. I don't know if I'm saying her name right. She went through, if people know who I'm talking about, she went through some shit. And she has two kids. So I'm like, you know what? And she's like a millionaire off her makeup brand. Like, she is like true goals. That's what I'm looking forward to. Like, she didn't let that little shit that happened to her like discouraged her like no she bossed up bigger and better so um i hope you take that with you and that it brings you um 
some type of closure, some happiness to your day. Um, Closing out this episode, I just want to say again, thank you to all my listeners. Um, I saw I had a few last week, so shout out to y'all. Shout out to y'all. Thank you. Um, I just hope everyone has a positive, blessed, spiritual um, week. And just overall, remember, you deserve to be happy. You deserve to smile. You are a firework, boo. Until next week, peace, y'all. Hello, my beautiful people of the world. This is the Beyond Beautiful Podcast. I'm your host, Queen Jen. This week's episode, I will be touching bases on a subject that many women go through and I'm going through it right now and dealing with it, and that is heartbreak while pregnant. Whether it's dealing with a breakup or just upright being left and abandoned, I'm gonna discuss it and how no matter how hard it is for you, there is a silver lining. Also, I'm going to tell you about tips on how to push through it, so stay tuned. So before we get into the episode, I hope everyone had a good past week, a good past weekend. People have been staying COVID free. I hope nobody caught the COVID. Um, I know I've been kind of scared being pregnant over the road with me and my teenager. Um, But so far, it's been going good. Um, I had to go to the hospital for pains that scared me, but it turned out um, it was just round ligament pains. But other than that, um, everything's been going good. I just can't wait to go on home time so I can rest up and um, just enjoy being home because being over the road pregnant is not the business. I'm in my third trimester, so I'm hoping um, things have been smooth selling. Like in the beginning, I had the um, severe morning sickness. But um, other than a few pains here and there, like normal pregnancy stuff, um, it's been good. So, um, yeah, I'm just hoping everybody had a good week. Um, I've had my ups and downs, but I'm learning how to deal with it. I just cannot wait to get home. Like those who are truckers know how hard it is. Like when you want to get home, you want to get home. Like it depends on the company you work for but I feel like the three companies I've worked for, including this one, every trucking company is going to mess with you about your home time. That's just how it is. Like they'll sit up there up and down and be like, oh, yeah, we'll get you home when it's time. But no, actually, they haven't. So I'm hoping I get home <laughs> when I'm supposed to next time I have home time. <laughs> 